Ice hockey, the coolest sport on the planet. The speed, the toughness, the excitement, and the fights. This is Eye of the Manchester Storm. If it's the Manchester Storm, we're talking about it. You'll get the updated news with fans about player signings and departures, club news, match reports, and all the other news from around the Elite League. This is Eye of the Manchester Storm. Now your host, Greg. Hello and welcome to The Weather Report, the new fan podcast about Manchester Storm from I, the Manchester Storm. It's really nice to have you here and I'm looking forward to getting into some content today. But first, I wanted to explain a little bit about why we're doing this. So, you've probably noticed over the last eight months or so we've popped up and largely this has been a, an interest of mine that I wanted to share with you. I found as a club there are some gaps in capacity of the clubs that I wanted to film and so what we've done is started off by doing some write-ups so kind of gathering all of the club news so that it's hopefully in one easy to find space rather than on different accounts, different websites. Um, it's doing some game analysis that's longer than just a couple of lines so that we can have a look at kind of how the matches went, who did what looking at uh, the players themselves so more recently we've been able to do some video interviews with um, past players that have left and some new signings as well as the coach and that's been really fun to do um, and, and just nice to get to know them a little bit more than some of the time restraints that we're, we're subjected to so really about this is just to plug some of the gaps and what I want to get from this is just keeping everyone excited and involved um, you know, if you're anything like me, I could quite literally consume uh, media about sort of the Manchester Storm every single day. And going from one weekend to another is just too long a break in between. And the pre-season itself has been incredibly difficult. Um, I'm really glad the stuff's starting to roll in. But at the same time, just having stuff to go through and uh, to have is just hey, make that a lot easier. So I'm hoping this is what I'm going to be able to provide for you guys. This is going to be a weekly podcast focusing predominantly on sort of club news, keeping you up to date, and then talking a bit about some wide topics. So if you have anything that you'd like to request or you want to write in about that we can talk, um, please just send me an email at iathemanchesterstorm at gmail.com and I'll definitely look into it. But getting on to today. So with it starting directly in the middle of the preseason, there's an incredible amount of content that we could do to catch up, but I want to make these um, good kind of bursts that you can have um, you know if you're going out for a run walking the dog or driving on your way to work so hopefully there's going to be an easy manageable chunk so the first thing that we're going to have a little look at today is around the players that have already left unfortunately we've had another one today that was announced um, someone that uh, if you're like me I was really hoping he was returning so we're going to have a little bit of talk about them and their sort of careers or seasons that they've had with us before going on to what Storm support have got cooking up at the minute, there's some really exciting stuff um, that you'll want to have a little look at and get involved in and explaining a little bit about where some of that money goes. Before talking a little bit about the wider NHL um, and how that's kind of going to impact on us um, with some of the events that's happening over there. So grab a brew if you're at home, uh, settle in and uh, let's get going with today. So as I mentioned earlier, preseason is a really interesting time. 
I think a lot of people focus on the signings and you know the excitement that brings and I suppose uh, that's something I've been doing but at the same time kind of really feeling kind of a, a loss for some of the guys that we've we've said goodbye to in the last few weeks um, I appreciate it's kind of a large part of pro hockey but I don't think it makes it any easier and, and I can imagine a lot of you guys there um, you know we form connections with these people uh, we watch them every week we follow them kind of on the socials we you know, if we're lucky enough, we get a chance to go and, and sort of bowl with them. Um, and they're generally all round nice guys. Um, you know, I've had the opportunity to speak to a few people and they've just been lovely in the sense of, you know, really uh, humble and, and open to sort of conversation. So to see them go is, is always tough. Um, and uh, we've definitely had a few changes over the last few weeks to, to, to sort of get our heads around. Um, initially, Jacob Lutwich is, is left. Um, and there was a post upon the supporters forum about whether or not, you know, because it wasn't, uh, there wasn't announced and, and um, there wasn't sort of a well wishes said, uh, people wondering whether or not there had been any bad blood between him. But I think what's happened, in, and unfortunately to say, you know, he was on loan um, to the to Hull and um, as a result didn't play many games for us. So unfortunately as he left it wasn't as though he was actually leaving because he'd only played one game with us um it was really nice to see him walk around with the the raffle ticket sellers um and and have him as part of that but uh you know unfortunately he has stepped down um to go permanently to to the blackhawks um so fingers crossed he, he finds success in the nihl um it seems as though it's a real um really big move for quite a lot of people at the minute you know you're seeing some big names uh from around the elite league that are moving down whether that's or not, so they can have um, you know, dual roles, both sort of working out out of hockey and, um, and and doing it alongside their sort of their love for it. But lots of people moving on at the minute, and I'm not sure what that says about the elite league or perhaps whether the NHL are looking to, to really step up the mark. But um, Jacob has gone and, uh, and and he's left. Alongside that, um, we've had a real clear out of, of the D men, and I suppose. I really like some of these guys that have left and it's no reflection upon their skill but I suppose in general it did seem as though D was one of our main kind of weaknesses last season um, so you know first initially we had Zach Herman uh, leave uh, and he's gone over to Tulsa Lowen in, in DL3 um, I think this is a great move for him going going to Europe um, he's, he said to me when we spoke to him that he's he's not done that before um, he's not he's not played in Germany so I think the language barrier will be a, a new thing for him but at the same time you know I think they're really lucky to have him you know he played 48 games for us and within that time he only scored five goals but he he had a massive 21 assists and I suppose the thing that really stuck out for me was his level of heart because I don't know if you guys remember but there was a moment in January where he took a, a slap shot at short range straight to the to the chops and um, one of his teeth even came out and uh, you know they put just push, pushed it back in um, and he was playing with a, a fishbowl the next the next game so he was a proper warrior um, in, in terms of kind of how he conducted himself so I think we'll miss that mullet um, when we spoke to him one of the messages that he had for all of you were that um, you were the best fans and I've ever played for and uh, he's gonna miss those games in the in the shelter so you know it looks as though he had he enjoyed his time there and, and it's sad that he's gone but um, you know onwards and upwards for Zach um, and like I say he wasn't the only D man to go so Ekman Larson also left which was you know that that one was a real shame so he's gone back to Tingrid's AIF um, in Sweden's second professional division 
he's played for them multiple times and, and since junior and a senior. So um, I think it really holds kind of a, a place in, in, in Kevin's heart. Um, and he, he sort of almost just naturally gravitates back to that place. Um, I think he'll be a real loss because he was he was a proper Iron Man of, of it. So him and, and Simmons they they did all fifty six games, and uh, Kevin was a real two way defenseman um, who, who managed to get twenty one points. So um, it's a sad that he's gone. Uh, we've got some new D men coming in already. Um, you know we've got the likes of um, C J Garcia has been announced, and you can watch the interview that we've done with him. Uh, both on the podcast in the archives as well as on our YouTube channel and he seems quite promising and some some nice kind of fresh blood for that but nonetheless kind of the personalities I'm, I'm really going to miss uh, Zach and Kevin as they've, as they've moved on. More recently we've heard that Liam Blackburn has departed. Um, he's gone back to, to DL3 and to the EHF Passel Blackhawks and this was his former club um, it was a bit of an odd one, I suppose, with, with Liam because he came to us to fill uh, the gaps when we had the injury bug. Um, if you remember, so Ryan Barrow kind of went down due to a hip injury. Jesper Orville was still out for about three months because of a nasty boarding in, uh, incident. And Bruckner had broken his hand um, on Dyson Stevenson's helmet. So we were short on bodies and Blackburn was the first person to kind of come in and fill those, followed by Tyler Barron, Jonathan Dabiem. So... It was really good that he was able to move over from from the Firefly so quickly. He had a really poor kind of um, sort of there's about 14 games at the Fireflies and he and he wasn't kind of getting points on the board. So it was a bit worrying when he first came, but when he did, he he started to stack points up and had had a good sort of debut um, that that went well. Um, that kind of petered off a little bit and nothing that he's done in the EIHL has kind of compared to his scores and his numbers over in Germany. He's racked up some some huge points um, over the over the time there, sort of about forty eight. So perhaps it's the style of hockey that he gets on with the best. Um, but he didn't quite find that here, and and I'm told that he flew out kind of the day after we lost to Sheffield. So I think he was um, kind of here um, filling his role, but he was um, just out of there when when the opportunity had done. It's almost like a nine to five kind of clock out. We spoke to Liam um, only the other day, actually, and uh, one of the messages that he's had for you guys was, um, you know, I enjoyed my time in Manchester and I want to thank the fans and the clubs for welcoming me into the city and the organisation that late in the season. It makes life a lot easier when you're welcomed into a community and I thank Manchester for giving me that feeling. So it seems as though he, again, enjoyed his time there. I, I, you know, probably very few people are going to outrightly say that they didn't uh, have a good time at a club, but, you know, it seems as though... Uh, things went smooth and he settled in as well as he could for sort of the half season that he was there um, but he has moved on and uh, and we won't be seeing him and as I mentioned before he originally came in to fill the gaps of you know Ryan Barrow being being one particular person and unfortunately this one really stung uh, we found out that Ryan uh, has left for Cardiff so um, Barrow I believe he had a hip injury and he stayed around kind of uh, you know, getting involved in kind of team events afterwards as he sort of underwent treatment. But he has uh, gone over to the, the Devils um, after the new coach, um, the head of the English coach, Peter Russell, has uh, pinched him. And and that was a real shame. So, so there seems to be a relationship between Barrow and um, one of the, uh, I think, Todd over at the Devils, uh, one of the owners, I believe. 
Um, so they they knew each other way back when because I think uh, Barrett played with his son. And this one really hurt because for a rookie, Barrow was on absolute fire. Um, he was really interesting to watch. He was fast. He was passionate. And um, just in 38 games, he'd managed 14 goals and 27 assists. So he was on, you know, like I say, he was on fire. And I really think with a bit more time betting in, um, those numbers by the end of the season could have been incredible. He was always going to have other clubs on the radar for him after he put that forward he'd also been an NCAA championship winner um, so he had kind of uh, you know he'd come from good stock and he had a lot to prove so it's a real shame that he's gone um, I'll be interesting to see how it is when the clubs play against him in the future there's no doubt he's going to be sort of first or second line with with the sort of the numbers he was putting up um, so We'll see him, but he'll be on the wrong side. Um, I imagine that he's going to do really well there with the team. I expect him to kind of creep up and up up the league um, and, and, and do very well. So, unfortunately, he's gone, and uh, that one definitely, definitely stung because he was a really nice guy. What's upset me more today, though, as if you're on the social media and you've been keeping up, is that our one true love goalie has gone, um, Brodeer has uh, moved on to Pastures New. So we spoke to Brodier at the end of the season and he was the first video interview that uh, that we did for either Manchester Storm. Um, if you've watched it, um, you know, you'll no doubt remember kind of just how nice he was. He was really engaged. Um, he had a lot to say um, and some really good, interesting opinions on kind of the season and how the team uh, influenced his scores. Um, I'm really glad that he's gone, not just because of, I suppose, the, you know, one of the really exciting nights, and if, if you got down to it, was that Marty Brodeur actually came down to the Storm Shelter, and that was really cool just to have him about, um, you know, I know we're sort of speaking about his dad, um, and we should be focusing on, on Brodes himself, but um, that was like a cool little aspect, and just to kind of have that, uh, I think, ticked a, a lot of sort of your bucket list if you were there, you know, being able to get a photo with him. Um, when we spoke to Broads, he was talking about how he really enjoyed his time in Manchester. And one of the things that got me hopeful for was that there were rumours about just because he enjoyed his time there so much that he was likely to come back. Um, but granted, as he said to me in the interview, um, if he got a better in, you know, opportunity that he would take it. And that makes complete sense. People aren't kind of around for loyalty uh, in, in the game of pro hockey. It's about money and opportunity. Um, and, and chance to bring home some silverware. So I don't blame him for going. He's actually moved up uh, to the AHL, which is a league above the ECHL. Um, so he's progressing as he wanted. And, you know, he said to me that he still wanted to take his shot at playing in the NHL. And I can imagine that being a bit of a pressure with the, you know, the reputation that his dad's got. So, um, you know, best of luck to him. I'm really sad that he's going. And as of yet, we haven't had uh, what I imagine to be our, our first line goalie announced. So Alex Odell um, was announced, as you've probably seen. Again, someone else that we've spoken to, and, and you should definitely check out the interview because uh, that is, is an exciting guy that I want to follow. Um, but today they've announced that we are going to get a look into to who our goalie is. And, and I have no idea because I don't know who's on the market at the moment. So it'd be really interesting to see who they do announce. Um, so a big loss I think losing Brodeer you know that really really struck me in the, in the fields today 
he was kind of one of the chosen ones but best of luck to him going into the AHL it'd be interesting to see as he climbs because I know he's doing well in three ice hockey sort of tournament at the minute the last person I want to talk about in this segment is uh, you either love him or you hate him depending on where you come from is, is Anthony Luca. so he's not been officially announced that he's leaving but I promise you that he is um, on his Instagram the other day he had announced that he had a two year signing and a lot of people kind of a Kind of a little bit hopeful that that's for us or that's for another team in the uh, in the elite league. Um, a lot of people think about whether or not he would go back to the Sheffield Steelers, um, but that I can almost guarantee that that's not the case. So, Deluca was fantastic. I mean, he put up huge numbers in his time with us. Um, he really took uh, took over once Orville had, had been injured, and he was a streaky kind of scorer that did. Um, you know, if he was on form, he was really on form. But in between that, he had spats of not scoring. Um, I'm I'm sad that he's going for from a team perspective in terms of what he could do on the ice, but at the same time, in terms of motivation, he you know he talks about on the Lindhurst podcast, um, you know, trying to hold everyone to accountable. But near the end of the season, he did not look engaged on the ice. There were times when he just wasn't he wasn't skating. Um, granted, he was probably looking for opportunities but if he lost the puck he almost gave up and and there was kind of an attitude thing there that I just don't think he fit well um, with what I would like to see Um, so in terms of him leaving I guess on that regards um, you know I think that we can hopefully get people that are more dialed into the mentality of the game whether we can get people that are going to score as much I don't know Um, but the reason I can guarantee to you that he is leaving is that He's previously spoken about um, on, on multiple podcasts, the Lindhurst Two Hours and Hockey Tales, about how he wants to play nationally for Italy. So he has to do two years, just as Cam Critchlow did uh, two years here to, to qualify for GB. So that two years that he's referring to on the Instagram, I, I can guarantee that he is signed to an Italian club, and he will be starting to get those. So that hopefully, he can play for Italy in the Olympics. So we're going to take a little bit of a break as that is all for now on who has left the club so far for this season. Next week we will be diving into the current roster and how that's shaping up. But stay tuned because we're going to look into all that Storm Support has to offer after the break. This is Eye of the Manchester Storm. For more, hit eyeofthemanchesterstorm.co.uk Now Back to your host, Greg. Welcome back. We had a nice break. Uh, we're going to go into talking about the Storm support now because there have been some updates and some new things coming out recently that has got me really excited that I want to share with you because I think you're going to love it as much as I have. So. Recently, um, the Storm support put up two massive raffles and it's interesting to think about where this money goes because I think it could be poised as it being for the fans but it's a mutual kind of relationship that is really needed within our club so um, I'm hopefully gonna be able to speak to Rick in the future and kind of get a little bit more of an insight into how it was formed where the money goes and, and the workings on behind it but the thing that I am very sure on is that it's integral to our club because it raises money and funds for um, travel and extras that the club needs, um, such as flights and things like that. And um, 
So that's every time that you're buying a raffle ticket. That's every time that you're kind of buying some merchandise, that you're um, getting involved in, in different things like that. It, it pays for the events. You know, it pays for the events like the bowling. It gets people to, you know, gets, gets our players to the games, which is bloody important. So um, last year alone, I believe they raised over £60,000. So it's massive. So next time you're buying a raffle ticket, if you're doing the 50-50, um, there's an incentive for you to do it but you're also really helping the club out so make sure you're kind of getting involved with that make sure you're having a look at the uh, the raffles online and that's what i want to talk about next so it's got me really excited because the prizes that they've been coming out with recently have been insane um last season we had the opportunity for a hotel and uh, tickets to the playoffs um so that was that was wicked in itself but I really think they've outdone themselves um, in, in the last two weeks. So the first big prize that was announced is that um, they have organised flights, a hotel and tickets to the Belfast doubleheader in December. And I think that's just epic because it's a lot of money to go over. Um, I would really like to go. I personally haven't been. Um, but watching on the... The, the webcast Belfast just looks like such an amazing stadium and they just do everything right you know you've got the subway cannon you've got games in between um, where people are sort of running around uh, playing hockey with their feet in, in giant bubbles um, you've got a wicked pre-show um, it just all round looks phenomenal and if you remember rightly last time we swept them out so it's definitely worth getting over for but if you know, not everyone can afford that. It's, it's well over a £500 weekend. So I was looking into the hotels recently and it, and it ended up just the hotel alone was about £300. So the opportunity that they're giving for to get people over there is is brilliant. You know, I think in the times that we're in, um, you know, with the sort of financial crisis going on, to spend that much is, is going to be difficult for some people. So this is a real opportunity for the sake of £2 to be in it, to win it. Um, I would go over and have a little look because that is going to be a, a fantastic weekend. Um, in later episodes, we are going to have a little look at kind of organising plans for if you are travelling, so looking at kind of the, the best hotels, how to get there, stuff to do in the daytime. So have a look at that for the, the next couple of weeks. But for now, crack on and get over to Raffle because you definitely want to win that prize and um, I, I do as well. But for me, that wasn't even the most exciting one. Um, just last night they put up a new competition where you have the opportunity to win the be the first person to get the the new 23-24 uh, jersey and th that really excites me just because I love collecting the jerseys um, I, I want all of them um, and the opportunity to have it first excites me but on top of that you get two tickets to for two people um, to go to the I think it's the player induction so you're going to get a chance to meet all the players before everyone else. You're going to get a chance to see them um, off ice, have a chat with them and get to know them as they're kind of all getting to know each other. So I think that's really nice and you can be a part of that um, and, and help them set their season off right and um, just just to get to know them on a more personal level. So that's always good because the, the events that they do, such as bowling and kind of quiz nights, are really popular anyway. But this is um, starting fresh with this new team. So... Make sure you get over because it's an absolutely belter of a price. Um, personally, I hope you don't win it because I hope I do. But uh, have a look. And it uh, seems like there's some really uh, exciting things on the way from what I hear. There's going to be different competitions, different prizes. So Storm Sport smashing it in my opinion at the moment. I'm excited to see um, what events they put on this year and kind of what other prizes they've got 
uh, hidden away as they work with more and more sponsors. So get on and have a check uh, and I will catch you back here in a minute as we talk about some of the wider context in the NHL and how that's probably going to affect us going forward. This is Eye of the Manchester Storm. For more, hit eyeofthemanchesterstorm.co.uk. Now, back to your host, Greg. Welcome back for the last bit of the inaugural podcast. We're going to be talking a little bit about what's going on in the NHL right now. So in the last two weeks, um, there has been... I suppose controversy in that um, the NHL have decided that they're no longer going to do celebration jerseys and this was a reaction to um, the pride jerseys when sort of multiple uh, multiple sort of players refused to wear the pride warm-up jerseys the most notable was sort of the Russian Ivan uh, Provorov um, and then other sort of Amer- some of the Americans have uh, declined based on their religious beliefs and <laughs> The fallout of this is essentially the NHL have said that they're no longer going to be doing um, Pride Nights. And they've said on a wider version they're not going to do uh, the other celebration nights, although there's kind of people saying that, you know, the um, the military nights should continue and, and sort of the, the, the various ones apart from these. So the reason why I wanted to bring it up now is because I've been preparing a document and, and been sharing it with some of the players that we've interviewed, um, talking largely about kind of when they come to Manchester, what should, should they tick off on their list in their journey whilst they're here? Where other cities in England they should visit? Um, a bit of kind of our, our slang. And then most notably about the culture of Manchester. And I suppose Manchester's largely been built on reasonably, I suppose, liberal kind of views. And this idea of acceptance, um, you know, we, we have a bloody gay village. And, you know, this is a, a, a really important part, I suppose, of, of Manchester. And... The reason I'm bringing it up in today's podcast is because of the ripples that this could cause, and I genuinely do not know how in 2023 we're still talking about this, that this is still an issue that people hate one another based upon kind of their beliefs or lifestyles. You know, I understand if someone's being horrible, that that deserves a good reaction. But the fact that we're still talking about this is ridiculous and I suppose what I would like to see from our club because it is so important because of how well Pride Nights have gone in the club and the involvement with hockey's diversity I would really like it if you know Finna could issue something to reassure everyone something to say that despite the ongoing how the world is that they take a stand and that as a part of Manchester we will always celebrate and be inclusive um, regardless of not just sort of sexuality but including of everything all diversity in terms of you know race gender um, sexuality and status because the night that we all come together whether it's a Friday Saturday or Sunday night and we're all donning our hockey jerseys we are one and I suppose for players that want to come over, I wonder about our own players. I think it would be just a good move if we, as a club, could take a stance and um, you know, and just support. So the reason I bring that up is just because slightly fearful of the way that the world is going. 
hopefully that it doesn't go backwards and I really hope the ripples don't come across the pond to impact um, on us um, and if that's something that you would like to see uh, tweet Manchester Storm uh, or go onto their Facebook page and just let them know how you feel about it because uh, hockey is for everyone so rant over that about sums it up for our very first episode of hope that you've gotten something out of it and that you've enjoyed it uh, stay with me as I continue to develop this and learn how how this works uh, next week we're going to be talking about the the general news in terms of what's come out uh, focusing on some of the signings uh, and whatever else has popped up during that time so I hope you have a fantastic week Storm fans always take the weather with you and we'll see you soon You've been listening to Eye of the Manchester Storm. It's our passion to give Manchester Storm fans weekly updates about their ice hockey team in the UK. From player signings and departures to club news to match reports and news from around the elite league. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on the website at www.eyeofthemanchesterstorm.co.uk. Find us on Facebook at Eye of the Manchester Storm and on Twitter at Eye of M-A-N-C Storm. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you next time on Eye of the Manchester Storm.